we share the, the same love, the, the love of film. And now what I'm about to say probably will stir up a lot of conversation around over the country. You commie, homo-loving sons of guns. It's not about you. It's about these characters. They are two of the finest gay Americans, two wonderful men. And I am greatly honored and tremendously moved. Don't let anybody tell you this isn't a terrific thrill. It would be a lie if I told you I didn't know what to say because I've been working on this speech for about 25 years. Well, it's my privilege. Thank you. Hello and welcome back to Academy Queens. You know that shipment of provolone? It's been sent off. I'm Brandon Stanwick. And I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. I'm Joey And we're here with a special Patreon bonus episode covering the best director lineup of 1976. Uh, This one was voted on by our patrons. And uh, Joey, how are you feeling about this lineup? I'm glad this one. I... This is such a strong lineup, and it's historic. You have Lena Wertmuller as the first female director nominee ever, so that'll be fun to talk about. And it's also kind of fun, too, because it'll be the first time with her film, because when we went through the 70s originally, her film is the only one here we didn't really get to talk about because there's no female acting nominees from Seven Beauties. So it's the first time we get to talk about Seven Beauties, your intro was from Seven Beauties, and it's the first time we get to talk about the first female directing nominee. So I'm about it. It's a great lineup. How about you? Yeah, it's a solid lineup. I mean, you've got three, um, uh, I guess you can say all-American movies. Like, you got Network, Rocky, and All the President's Men, which I feel are tantamount to the time in which they came out and their films that are still talked about and played today you got face to face ingmar bergman um one of the goats of cinema and like you said uh, we got lena Wertmuller here um showing up and really doing a hell of a great job with this film uh, excited to talk about it but yeah this is a, a great lineup i'm not surprised that the uh, patrons picked this to be the topic of this episode yeah and then it's also a year too there's i mean 76 is a, a very well-regarded year in general but this is a year where three out of five of the directors match up with three out of the five of the Best Picture nominations. So what we're missing here is Martin Scorsese from Taxi Driver and then Hal Ashby for Bound for Glory. Or are we actually missing them? That's the question. Right. Maybe we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, if we would switch out any of these directors for one of those two gents. For sure. Have you ever seen um, Seven Beauties until this episode was picked? No, this was my first time watching it. Oh, so I'll, I'll get a virgin reaction from it. Nice. Yeah, I'd, I'd imagine this is one that you've uh, seen before. Yeah, I did. I, I um, Let's see. 2013 or 2014 is when I saw it for the first time when I was doing my completion of the 70s and like everything, doing the whole Oscar completious thing. Completious. Completest. Jesus Christ. I just made up a new word, so I'm going to run with it. Um, But yeah, I... I Loved it, have some things to to note on it, but I thought it was a great film. Yeah, it's quite something. (laughs) For sure. So let's dive in. But Brandon, who do you think I'm picking? Director, who's winning for me? I actually think you will go with uh, Vert Mueller. Okay. I also think you would go with Vert Mueller, although I wouldn't be surprised if you went with Bergman, but I'm going to stick with Vert Mueller here. 
Okay, cool. Well, um, we've already said uh, who the nominees are, but just as a recap, the nominees for Best Director 1976 were... Alan J. Bakula or The President's Men. Ingmar Bergman, Face to Face. Sidney Lumet, Network. John G. Avilson, Rocky. Lina Wertmuller, Seven Beauties. All right, let's start with uh, the film we haven't talked about yet, the ones uh, the listeners on our main feed haven't heard us uh, talk about yet. We have Seven Beauties, directed by Lena Wertmuller. Um, this is, I guess you could say, her second of two nominations. Uh, she's nominated twice on the night, here in directing and also in um, screenplay category. Going into this, she does not win anything major precursor-wise, but she is recognized with the DGA and with the New York Film Critics. Um Seven Beauties uh, follows Pasqualino, an Italian man, um, and it non-chronologically follows his journey of uh, deserting the army during World War II, being captured and thrown into a concentration camp, murdering his sister's lover, being institutionalized, trying to return to Naples. All this happens uh, not in the correct order, and it's quite a roller coaster of a film. Uh, how do you feel about Seven Beauties? Well, I think that Seven Beauties is one of the few films that I truly think deserves the term masterpiece. It is wildly addicting in its storytelling. Giancarlo Giannini is brilliant as Pasqualino. Um, the color scheme that uh, Vert Mueller decides to use from the deep greens to the up close, um, a lot of up close facial expressions from her actors to the blood red lighting to just the simplest full close up on the eyes to tell the story. I mean, what she's doing is literally that saying she's painting a picture using every color in her arsenal. And it really shows. She also perfectly blends the seriousness of the story with some pretty good comedy. There are moments in this movie, at least for me, that I found to be hilarious. And whether those are intentional or not, I'm going to say they are. I think Vertmuller really pops it through perfectly. I feel like this story, these characters could have been very mishandled had this been in, you know, the hands of someone else. Um, like, I'm trying to imagine Fellini doing this movie, and I think it would be way too serious. And thus make it over-the-top comical, if that makes any sense. It makes sense for me, so I'm going to roll with it. Um, I think Vertmuller balances everything perfectly. I think this is a story that and film that many people don't get to see. I, why is it not in Criterion? Please, Chief Willoughby, tell me why. And um, yeah, I think what she's doing here is just marvelous. Um, things that I do want to, that I said like, oh, I have a few things I want to bring up about it. I think 
there are moments in the movie where it drags a little bit. Um, there's a point where it feels like Giancarlo Giannini's character is too womanizing. Like he just wants to get his dick wet a little bit too much at one point. And it's like, okay, move it on, move it on. I mean, he is a ladies man um, with the whores, I guess is the way to put that. And um, I just feel like it could be trimmed on its fat a little bit running time wise, but I think it's, I think it's great outside of that. Yeah, this movie is a lot of things, and not one of them is what I thought it was going to be. Um, (laughs) So I didn't know really anything about this movie going into it besides its um, historical nature with the Oscars and this nomination for director. Um, This is a great example of of why you should not judge a movie based on preconceived notions and take it for what it actually is. Um, because going into this, I knew what the poster looked like. And for some reason, I thought this would just be a, maybe a more artsy marriage Italian style. And that's not what this movie is at all. Um, you kind of hinted at this. Uh, Seven Beauties could have gone so wrong so fast so many times. And yet, it completely works. Um Vert Mueller is fantastic in the way she has total control over this story. Um, I hear what you're saying where it seems to uh, drag at times or it could be a little tightened, um, but I think she handles um, the the womanizing of um, the Giannini character uh, pretty well, quote-unquote, as well as you can um, deal with subject matter like that. Um, I also had no idea that this would become, like, a Holocaust concentration camp film. Um, I didn't realize there would be all kinds of murder and rape in this film. And, like, I awkwardly laugh because the tone that Vert Mueller is able to establish and maintain and alter whenever she so chooses is pretty fucking masterful. Um, and I definitely need to check out more of her films. I haven't seen her other, her other works. Um, you know, everyone talks about Swept Away. I think that's partially because it's probably a great film. Also, the disastrous remake of Guy Ritchie and Madonna, um, decades later. But, um, the colors in this film are striking. Uh, the way she uses the reds and the greens, and then, um, we get to the concentration camp, and it's so dull and gray and really visually bleak um i had to look up if this was shot by the same person who shot um the night porter um which is another uh concentration camp movie directed by an italian woman and i was like oh i wonder if it's the same dp and it's not but um there's definitely a very similar vibe um yeah this is fantastic uh so yeah those are my initial reactions to the film I highly suggest seeing um, the way Vermeuler brings in her comedy here. She's really able to let loose with comedy. She did a film with Richard Pryor in 77 called Which Way Is Up. It's on Tubi TV if you want to check it out. It can be a little hard to find. It is hilarious, and it stars Richard Pryor and our girl Margaret Avery. 
um, fantastic, not only as a film about people of color that aren't just some stereotype, but it is full-on Vertmuller and Pryor comedic gold with Margaret Avery on the side, and it is wonderful. Check that out. You have been listening to a clip from one of our Academy Queens bonus episodes. If you would like to hear all of this episode and the rest of our sensational bonus content, please prance on over to patreon.com slash academyqueens and join our queendom.